Okay, it's important that we set deadlines, we set milestones so that everybody knows what they're, what they're doing. So uh, we talked about tying up the sale. When we tie up the sale and we say we've agreement from the buyer that he's going to exchange in, in four weeks or 28 days, don't put that on the memorandum of sale that they're going to exchange in four weeks or 28 days because that's too vague because when does that start? It's important you put a specific date. So if it's the second of the month today, um, just work out what four weeks is, maybe round it up to the Friday because most people want to exchange on a Friday and make sure you say to the seller, sorry, the buyer, that it's the second today um, and we're looking to exchange contracts in 28 days. So that's Friday the 30th. So that's the date we're aiming for. So certainly when people have a date in two weeks time, they know they've only got two weeks. Um, but if you're just saying four weeks time, they're thinking, oh, when did that four weeks start? So be specific with dates. So we're looking to exchange on the 30th of the month. Can you make sure your solicitor is aware of that? And then you need to make sure the the seller's aware, the seller's solicitor's aware, everyone else in the chain is aware, and agree that as a date. And then also talk about completion dates. Now obviously nothing's set in stone until, until uh, we have exchange of contracts and it's legally binding, but certainly I would arrange to get agreement for that completion's gonna be the following, following day, the following week. So we complete, we're exchanging on the 30th and we're gonna complete on the 7th. That's what we're aiming for as a completion. So everyone's got a date, and suddenly that urgency means people start doing the things they need to be doing. Um, and they can start packing and planning and organizing things and they put pressure on their solicitors. Um, make sure everyone is aware of the dates, be specific. And then another important point is on the chasing of the sale. So I hear lots of estate agents saying, oh, I've chased the buyer, I've chased the solicitor, I'm chasing, chasing, chasing. And that can be very, very time consuming. One of the tips I can give you when it comes to chasing is put that pressure or that emphasis of chasing everything onto the buyer and the seller. Now, I'd say to the buyer and the seller, look, I can chase your solicitors. The problem is that they won't answer my calls, they won't call me back, they don't really want to be dealing with estate agents. However, Mr. Buyer, you're paying their bill and you're the client. So when you ring and, they, and you say jump, they'll jump. So they'll take notice of you. So it's important that you chase your solicitor. And then when you chase your solicitor, keep me updated, let me know what's happening, and if you could give me a call every Tuesday or every Monday, let me know what's happening, then I can let the vendor know. And then um, I said exactly the same to the vendor, vendor, chase your solicitor, keep me updated, let me know what's happening, because I need to keep the buyer in, in, up to date. And then my chasing can often involve just a text or a quick call, but often a text, I'll text the seller, say, um, hi Dave, um, I've got the buyer on the phone, he wants to know what's happening, can you, can you chase your solicitor and, and, and let me know what the situation is? Then I'll text the buyer. Hi, hi, John, I've just had the seller on the phone. Wants to know what's happening. Please can you chase your solicitor and let me know what's happening. We've, we're aiming for exchanging on the 30th. We've got two weeks. It's important you chase your solicitor and chase him every day if need be. And put that emphasis on them to chase those solicitors and update you. And with the buyer, get them to chase their mortgage advisor and get them to update you and say, what's happening with the survey? When's it back? Please chase your mortgage advisor and come back to me. We've only got a week left before exchange deadline. Um, so keep set dates, specific dates, so everyone's focused, make sure everyone's aware. And when you have set a, a completion date, if the completion date's the seventh, even if we miss the exchange date, and it's suddenly it's the first, we might still be able to exchange on the first, on the second, on the third, on the fourth, even the fifth or the sixth, 
um, even the 7th. Um, so the completion date stays the same if we miss the exchange deadline. But it's important that we, everyone knows a date and, we, and everyone's aiming for the same date and you encourage the buyer and the seller to chase their solicitors and update you. Obviously, you can do some chasing as well as that, but it's far more effective if the person is paying the bill so the solicitor is chasing them and can put the pressure on. You can put the pressure on the buyer and seller and they can pass that on to the solicitors accordingly. But if you have a good solicitor from day one anyway, that shouldn't be much so much of a problem. I hope you found that useful.